BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live Wide Open. Off the end of the back straightaway. Larson's going to send it. Larson's in the wall. Larson's on Hamlin's back bumper. Logano leads down the back straightaway. Keselowski's in line. Now he turns him. Both Team Penske cars crash. Keselowski is up in a ball of flame. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Now. Here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you. Coming off a huge weekend of racing in Chicago over the weekend and getting ready to transition into racing this weekend at Atlanta and Mid-Ohio Sports Car complex what a weekend we had in chicago i was not on the mrn team this weekend i was working with the nascar on nbc team dave moody and i had things buttoned down there in turns one and turn six and what a fun weekend that was folks if you didn't see the pictures and you didn't we, we had fans climbing the trees we had them climbing street signs they were 20 deep at the fences lining the racetrack and we were well received through some adverse conditions, obviously had adverse conditions Saturday for the Xfinity race and obviously had to go less of a distance on Sunday due to darkness. But when you back away and you take inventory of things, that was a fun weekend. If you were not a part of it, you might want to make a plan to be a part of it next year. We can't wait to do this again. And what a great way to showcase our sport 
in front of a, a group of folks that perhaps maybe hadn't seen it before. Last tally, I think 82% of the folks that bought a ticket this weekend, or this past weekend, I should say, had never been a part of a NASCAR racing weekend before. So we welcomed a lot of new racing fans. We also welcomed Cole Custer back to Victory Lane. And we also welcomed a newbie, SVG, as he's known. That would be Shane Von Gisenbergen, as he was able to score the upset for Trackhouse Racing and make his presence known in Chicago as well. And just like that, we turn the corner and we head into the Atlanta Motor Speedway in Mid-Ohio this weekend. It's going to be an interesting weekend on many fronts. First of all, the trucks will be in Mid-Ohio. In Atlanta, we'll have the NASCAR Xfinity Series and the NASCAR Cup Series. And we wanted to focus our attentions on the NASCAR Xfinity Series and the ASCO Uniforms 250. There's going to be a driver that's going to be making his series debut in that race. And it's a name that perhaps maybe you heard us utter back in Daytona. That gentleman's name is Greg Van Alst. He started the season in the Arkham Menard Series, Arkham Menard Series driver, winning the season opener in the General Tire 150 at the World Center of Racing. Here's how it sounded back in February. One more lap to go at Daytona. Who's going to get back around here first? Right now it's Jason White. He's got the lead. They are lined up three wide right behind. Jason White gets away by two, maybe three car lengths. It may be too much. Here comes Van Alst, thundering back up onto his back bumper. Jesse Love gets shoved three wide. He's going to throw out the anchor. Jason White leads to the back two. Three wide, two rows deep from sixth on back. Here they come now. Final time of the back straightaway at Daytona. The lead is in the hands of Jason White. Greg Van Alls right behind. Connor Mosack in third. They're three wide for four. Three wide further back. Here comes Sean Kaur. Jesse Love in the outside lane. He fades. Battle for the lead. Here's Greg Van Alls. Goes to the outside. Drafting help. Goes to the front of the field off turn four. Here they come. Thundering back to the line. They're spinning and crashing behind them. Checkered flag is out. Anderson, Indiana's Greg Van Alst is going to victory lane. Greg Van Alst has won the Brent 200 supporting the Florida FFA. Greg Van Alst is a winner at the World Center of Racing. Describe your emotions right now. Man, I don't know. Guys like me aren't supposed to win here. It's, uh, holy cow. My wife hasn't been in the pits or garage in 17 years. It's the first time she's been. And I told her back in December she had to come because we were going to win this race. So, holy cow. Uh, how could you not pull for a gentleman like that? What an upset that day at Daytona for the Arkham Menard Series. Since then, Greg has had some ups and downs. And, well, we're going to bring Greg in and we'll chat about it all. So to the NASCAR Live Wide Open Hotline we go. And we bring in the driver of the number 44 Alpha Prime Racing entry this weekend. Greg Van Alst is with us. Greg, welcome to NASCAR Live Wide Open. How are we doing? Good. Thanks for having me on. Oh, it's a pleasure, my friend. Going to make a little news this weekend in the ATL. Going to be driving for Alpha Prime Racing in the number 44 car. How did this deal come about? Um, so basically everything uh, came about after we won Daytona. Um, my uh, my spotter, Brandon Lines, is a spotter over at Alpha Prime. And my crew chief, Jim Long, uh, builds all Alpha Prime shocks. And um, after that Daytona victory, um Everybody just kind of got talking, and and uh, the opportunities arose, and CB Fabricating stepped up to the plate to to help it all happen, and and um, yeah, it's just uh, 
definitely wouldn't have happened had we not won that Daytona race. Well, I'm going to hop around here in this interview a little bit. Let's go back to that Daytona race. Uh, you shocked us. You shocked the fans. And uh, matter of fact, it still gets brought up in conversation. What was the ripple effect outside of this, what's happening this weekend as a byproduct of it? What was the ripple effect uh, of that win, your first ever win in the Arkham Menard Series? Um, it's it's changed my life. Um, uh, you know, used to, I could uh, come down to the, the Mooresville area and I'd walk into some places and nobody really knew who I was. And um, now I walk in and everybody knows who, who I am. Um, go out to dinner with the family around home and, and uh, it's not uncommon for for somebody to recognize me and want a picture or an autograph or, you know, just shake my hand or just tell me congratulations. So, uh, the, the ripple effect is, is, is just, it's still surreal that it happened. And, um, you know, I've, I've raced a long time and nobody, nobody recognized me or knew, knew who I was. And, and that race, um, I guess put myself, uh, and our team on the map. Now, what made that a big win is obviously you did a lot that day with not the resources that some of the other teams have. And that's what leads me to my next question. Where did your passion begin? Because you've been doing what you've been doing without having access to the resource that some other teams have. And it's got to take passion and you have to love what you do. Where did your passion to become a race car driver begin? No, man, just um, for as long as I can remember, um, I mean, I've always, uh, my, my dad raced go-karts back when I was um, pretty little, three, four, five years old. Um, but, uh, you know, I remember, I remember, I think it was 1983, maybe 1984, watching Richard Petty flip during the Daytona 500 and crying my eyes out, right? I mean, I grew up watching uh, Rusty and Dale and Daryl and, Alan Kowicki and Davy Allison, all those guys. I mean, that's that's how far back this dream goes to me. And and um, you know, always always thought that I could put something together to make it happen. And uh, early twenties had some things going the right direction. And then you know, life happened, took me a totally different direction. And uh, I've just never lost that passion. Um, and uh, created the fence company, which is. Uh, allowed me to to meet more people including cb at cb fabricating um and it's just uh it's just been a very different path than most have went but the passion has been there for as long as i can remember that's what obviously started it but to continue it the fuel has to keep flowing and there's a lot of downs and there's a lot of ups as a race car driver and every race car driver will experience the gambit of emotion that's tied to that. What's it been like trying to, trying to get that win, trying to do what you need to do to, to win these races without access to some of the other teams that they have to the resources that they have. Uh, a lot of it just gets put back on the, to myself and my team. Um, you know, we don't we don't necessarily have the financial resources, but we've been together as a team for a long time. We've won multiple late model championship and races. So um, I feel like uh, racing is a people's sport and it's just a you just have to learn um, as you go. And and, um, you know, having Jim Long and, and Brandon Lyons, which obviously both have cup experience, um, we, we've been able to um 
produce the results that we've been uh, doing in the ARCA series and you know we've had we've had others help along the way um, you know and and that's been that's been huge as well and and uh, from from the car standpoint I know you know in the ARCA division we'll will be off a little bit but I can feel it and I can see what the other cars are doing and that's that's what keeps us driving forward is like okay hey I see the the Gibbs car the Venturini car doing this and I know our car's not doing that how do we get to there you know and that's that's um that's how we have to do it versus having um engineers or or other type of support I know that recently you've had to pause the ARCA team what is the status of the ARCA team right now here as we kick off July um, I mean, we're still we're still going to be doing some we're still going to be doing some races um, the rest of this year. Um, just trying to get through uh, this Xfinity race and and see what pass uh, uh, organically happens after that. Um, obviously, uh, uh, a lot of this is is self funded. Um, you know, we have some great partners and and whatnot, but. Um, once when we got wrecked at charlotte um obviously my father passed away not too long ago and you know it just starts making you think of things and um should 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 i be spending this money you know doing this or should i be focused on other things and um i think mentally i just kind of needed a a couple race break and and um yeah i think uh I think taking that and, you know, having the interview on Fox and saying what I said, and um, I think it was a good thing. I think there's some good things getting ready to happen for us. Now, you mentioned your father passing away. You lost uh, your father, I believe it was back in in May. I know it's going to be a bittersweet time for you this weekend in Atlanta. How much did he mean to you and how much did that relationship fuel your passion for racing? Um, so Atlanta is gonna, it's gonna be a little tough. Um, I've probably been to Atlanta Speedway more than I have um, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. We used to go there all the time as kids. Um, and obviously that was with my dad. So um, that's that's gonna be the bittersweet part of it. And um, you know, your father is the guy that, that always believes in you and, and thinks you're the best, right? So you could, uh, you could you could have a terrible day and your dad would would have your back um, so that's gonna be the tough part uh, is not having him there um, but uh, you know I know he'll be there uh, he'll be there with us um, just not in uh, physical form so um, yeah it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough weekend in that sense but um, you know hopefully we have a good run and and uh, make him proud from from above. You nailed it perfectly, my friend. I can say the same for my father. I lost him 10 years ago, and he's responsible for my passion that I have for racing. And you're right. He's always there at the end of the day. And uh, your number one fan. I totally understand that. Totally understand racing with mixed emotions this weekend. But I'm sure that you will capitalize and seize the moment accordingly. You talk about partnerships. And this, this what we do in racing, a lot of it is based on relationships. You talk about the people. You mentioned CB Fabricating. They've been with you for a long time. How much does that relationship mean to you in the grand scheme of things as well? So I feel like the the relationship with CB Fabricating is probably a little different than most um, sponsored driver, sponsored team roles. Um, 
CB and my dad um, became really good friends through the racing. Um, uh, there's there's multiple pictures uh, through social media of them sitting on the on the uh, uh, pit wall with their arms crossed and and uh, you know just just uh, bench racing, and telling stories, and all while you know supporting me and and um, I, I feel like uh, CB is his. Uh, uh, kind of has the same belief in me that my father did um you know he's told me multiple times that uh that uh you know he he believes in me and you know just just wants to see see me go through the success because he's believed that that i could and just needed the opportunities and you know with his support that you know some of these opportunities uh have came up and um we've been able to to take advantage of them and and um yeah, it's it's a it's a great relationship. Um, you know, it's it's went from uh, just a simple sponsorship to being more 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 like family. So, what are the expectations this weekend in your first Xfinity Series start with Tommy Joe and everybody over at Alpha Prime? Um, I I I, I gotta make it through qualifying. I, I know there's 39 cars on the list, and they're taking 38. So, um. I've that's that's my biggest uh, uh, nerve wracker there is just getting through qualifying Uh, everything goes good there then my goal is to my main goal is to complete all the laps learn as much as I can um, limit my mistakes uh, to to earn respect from from the drivers that I'll be racing around and um, just kind of see where the call cards fall and, and hopefully be there at the end. I, I'd love to come out of there with a top 20. Um, that would, that would, I mean, I, I'd be grinning ear to ear for weeks, but uh, you know, really just wanna, wanna, wanna finish the race and, and uh, not make any quote unquote rookie mistakes. I'm sure you'll be fine, my friend. Once the dust settles from Atlanta, what's next for you? When can we expect to see you at the racetrack again? Um, we definitely have some ARCA races scheduled, um, and uh, we'll, we'll definitely be uh, moving towards uh, towards more of those. Um, I'm hoping that uh, we can we can do some more Xfinity races, and hopefully uh, hopefully those opportunities come up after after Atlanta. Well, we wish you the best in that. I know that you put a smile on a lot of folks' faces, ours included, when we covered you in the uh, season opener at the World Center of Racing. We'll be watching this weekend at Atlanta. We wish you the best, and we appreciate you taking time out to talk about all of it as you get ready to go for what will be a career milestone for you this weekend. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, it's a, it's an honor to to talk to guys like yourself, and um, you know, been listening to you on the radio for for years and years, and. Um, Never, never thought I'd be at this point. Well, we're glad to have you, and we hope that we're able to spend some more time with you coming up. All the best, my friend. All righty. Thank you. That again, my friends, is Greg Van Alst. He will be driving for Tommy Joe Martins and Cesar Baccarella. Everybody over at Alpha Prime this weekend in the 44 car. Kind of got a soft spot for him this weekend. Wouldn't mind seeing him do very well, considering the ups and downs that he and his family have faced this year. With winning the season opener, scaling back the ARCA operation, losing his father, and then now getting an opportunity to go NASCAR Xfinity Series racing for his very first time. So keep that name in the back of your minds this weekend when you tune in for coverage from Atlanta, especially on Saturday in the Osco uniforms. 
250. Let's transition. Talk some Quaker State 400 NASCAR Cup Series racing. As far as the odds are concerned, producer Trey is here. Trey, what's Vegas saying about our second trip to the ATL here in 2023? Well, Mike, we've got some new names at the top of the board in terms of odds. We've got co-favorites this weekend. Ryan Blaney sits at 12 to 1. And then the other co-favorite this weekend, he's a favorite for the first time since he's driven for his own team, Brad Keselowski. Also, Vegas has him at 12 to 1. So the 12 car at 12 to 1 and the 6 car at 12 to 1, right behind them you've got a gaggle of guys at 13 to 1. You've got four of them, Chase Elliott, Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, and the spring winner here at Atlanta Motor Speedway, Joey Logano are all at 13 to 1. My pick, though, I don't always like to go with the absolute favorite, but I picked him in the spring and he almost got it done. I'm going Keselowski. Uh, it's arguably he had the better car, just then Logano. It looked like he had it, and then all of a sudden Logano on the last lap overtook him. It was a great uh, cat and mouse game between those two. Fantastic racing. I think Keselowski can get the win this weekend, and even though his points buffer is pretty good over the final playoff spot. I think he's got around 100 points over 17th place. Obviously, a win for him driving for his own team would be huge and secure his playoff future. Now, long shots this weekend at this super speedway style racing, somewhat of a hybrid that Atlanta offers, you can get long shots. And there are three that I really like. We mentioned Logano winning this race in the spring. Team Penske was very, very strong. Austin Sendrick, 30 to 1 this weekend. I think Cindric for the win is definitely in play. The Daytona 500 winner, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., also 30 to 1. And then the last one, when you go to Atlanta now, you have to talk about him as part of the conversation. Corey LaJoy. He is 30 to 1 to win this weekend. He almost won this race one year ago, dueling with Chase Elliott in the final laps. Uh, ended up finishing, I think, in the 20s after crashing out. But the other two races at this new Atlanta. LaJoy's been in the top five, so it's not just that almost win last year that he was there. He's been there in every single one of these races at the New Atlanta, and at 30-1 to 1 odds, he is definitely worth a flyer on. Could see him pulling it off this weekend, but ultimately, I think Brad Keselowski wins for RFK Racing for the first time. That team has been building and building and building. Brad and Chris Bush are doing a good job over there at RFK, and who's to say that they may not be victorious this weekend. I think that would be a good odds grab. And, of course, Corey LaJoy, hoping that he's able to pull one out of the fire as well. We will have you covered this weekend from Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course. We'll have coverage of the Arkham Menard Series Zinsser Spart Coat 150, 6 p.m. Friday night. We'll also have coverage of the O'Reilly Auto Parts 150 for the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series at Mid-Ohio. Our coverage will begin Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern, and our friends at the Performance Racing Network will have you covered from Atlanta with the NASCAR Xfinity Series and the NASCAR Cup Series. Don't forget, we are back next Tuesday night with another edition of NASCAR Live, and we are back one week from today with another download opportunity for another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open. For producer Trey and the rest of the MRN team, I'm Mike Bagley. Thanks for the download, and thanks for checking us out. Enjoy the racing weekends in Georgia and Ohio. Until we speak again, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. The NASCAR season is here, and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? 
clashing with the HOA who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy in four tires to no-go racing fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top-tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's back here for Ryan Blaney, four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Craftsman in your hand, up to stopping you. Yeah. Now the chair creaky stand, only the engine repair. Craftsman in your hand, nothing you can't do. Make the lawn, make it John, or that kitchen net on. Craftsman in your hand, up to stopping From outdoor care to home and auto repair, do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com.